time. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that again. No. Bake and sale. All right, all right. Bake and sale. Next time. Next time. Not this time. Yeah. Well. <laughs> dun, dun. Dun, dun. All right. Welcome to Bacon Sale, and I'm your host, Jacob. I'm here with Joel and Kent. Hello. Hey. A.K.A. Kenny. Hey. <laughs> That's his other personality. Got, two intros. <laughs> hey, everybody. That's not fair. All right, we're going to talk a little bit about Star Wars today. And no, not the new Star Wars. Well, well they, a little bit, a right? A little we new Star Wars. We have to talk about it. It's the reason we are talking about it, is because the new trailer came out this week. We all wept openly while watching it. Yep, and then touched the screen gently when it ended. <laughs> I caressed the, the monitor. He <laughs> <laughs> is a little weird. <laughs> sort of a little weird. We're well, not the one conducting music with our hands, to silent music <laughs> with our hands. You guys made me do that. <laughs> our intro song wasn't working. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you can hear it. Hopefully yeah. you can hear this entire yeah. podcast. Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, and Kenny did a good job conducting. Really? Fair. I mean, I was I conducting. Mean, it was uh, I, half foot loose, so <laughs> we got some Kenny Loggins in there. Yeah. And then uh, Van Helsing, which is weird. Yeah. So the instigator of this was, of course, the Star Wars trailer, but that led us to a different discussion, which was, which was the worst Star Wars movie? Was it episode one? Or was it episode two? Oh, are you just saying episode three is discounted in entirely? Well, I think everyone agrees that episode three is the best of the prequels. Yeah. Which... The best piece of, piece of turd. Well... Is what, you, is that what <laughs> you're saying? I wasn't going to go that course. I was going to say, it's like the most expensive burger at McDonald's. Oh, that's nice. I that's can, really nice. I can get behind that, actually. I'm saying yeah. the shiny turd. Don't. Don't say that. <laughs> it's what it is. I've got nieces and nephews listening to this thing. That's family friendly. I said turd. <laughs> uh, turd is an awesome no, word. But, though, once again, Kent and I were having a discussion, mm-hmm. and it was, which is the worst of the prequels? And Kent, once again, went into it with the, well, obviously it's this. To which I went, mm, I don't think you're right there. And sure enough, once again, an informal office poll proved... That I am correct. Oh, false. What? I love how everything gets skewed your way. <laughs> like, you said you won last time. Actually, I won last time. I, I, I you won on Facebook. You talked to a lot of You have a lot of friends, apparently. I have a lot of friends. Honestly, honestly the real winner Most is who wins virtual. in the debate in the podcast, which the listener should tell us who wins. Well, here's the thing. If, if we're telling the listener is going to tell us, we should probably have a social media presence. Or some sort of way to, for them to give us feedback. <laughs> they can leave feedback on BaconSale.com. Hold on. Let me check the comment, se- let me check the comment <laughs> section of BaconSale.com. It's all me right there. <laughs> I can see it. Karate Kid won last episode. Uh, oh, please. But the, uh, then we talked about the Star Wars, and Kent took the position that Episode One, The Phantom Menace, is the worst of any Star Wars movie. Yeah. To which I went, you've got to be kidding me. Episode Two, you Attack know, of the Clones. You shouldn't be so incredulous. Uh, it's Star Wars Episode One and Two. There is no winner here. That's true. Because That's true. they're bad. Both of them are pretty awful. They're terrible. But I watched them both last night, just so everybody knows. <laughs> just, just, just to get refreshed. <laughs> I literally watched these things for five hours last night. What did your night. wife say? Uh, you know, she was like... You're crazy. <laughs> she mostly didn't look, honestly. Well, but we, I want to distinguish, too, that we're not arguing this time about which one was best. This argument is which is worse. And why? We so want it's the inverse. It's the inverse yes. of last time. And it's Star Wars, which, you know. Well, so, so real quick, what did you guys think about the trailer? I mean, besides crying and touching the screen and, you know. I've, the tra- 
Truth be told, I was not excited for another teaser trailer. I'm not a big fan of, hey, here's the first teaser. Oh, here's the second tre- teaser. Here's the extended trailer. Here's another extended trailer. Yeah. That whole process is very annoying to me because by the time you see the movie, you've pretty much seen everything. Mm-hmm. So I was not excited for it. But I have to say, upon actually watching this trailer, I was impressed. I felt like it captured the nostalgia from the original movies. Did it feel reminiscent to you of when J.J. brought back Star Trek? And had like that slow pan with the music, and then you see the. Do you mean that is a slam or is a good thing? (laughs) I mean that as mysteriously reminiscent. So your buddies with JJ now just going with first names there? Yeah, first two initials, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's not first name; it's first two initials. No, you're right. In every one of his trailers, he actually loves the mystery. Right, but I don't know if keeping John Harrison slash Khan a mystery was really a good thing. No, it wasn't. I I think he's bad at it, actually. Uh, Super 8, which I enjoyed, Mm -hmm. was all about the mystery. What's in the train? Yeah, and that's fine. Well, the mystery box is his thing. Yeah. 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 Have you seen his TED Talk? It's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch TED Talks. (laughs) I'm not an elitist. He hates anything with the word TED in it, which is why he's never watched How I Met Your Mother. (laughs) Ah. Yeah. It's all from the bear, that Teddy, stupid bear. Teddy Ruxpin scared him as a child <laughs> yeah. and made him hate Ted's. Yeah, all right, pretty much. Let's, let's get to the meat of this. <laughs> what, what are the number, if you have to classify this or just break this down to a single thing that makes number one the worst and the thing that makes number two the worst. Oh, the single thing? We're giving our final arguments, like, no, initially? I, no, Did I want to take I, debate, Jake? I want to say, <laughs> I want to I, I start right from Do you even this, lift, this, this pillar <laughs> is it. Like, you can't. Like lose by just saying this one thing. I, I what can, would it be? I can give a, a one word. Oh well, a, a one thing argument. Okay. All right, I'm ready for your one thing. You ready? Yeah. Because I'm taking the position here that Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars movie and the worst of the prequels. And I can do that in two words. Are you ready for these two words? Oh, I'm ready. I think I know these two My words. My body is you ready. Do <laughs> Hayden Christensen? Huh. That's fair. All right. That is fair. Is, is it because no, 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 you're intimidated it. by his good looks, or is it just something about that angst as a teenager? I get compared know? to him all the time. Or, or is it the it's fact that you're jealous uh, between him and you know his action with, with Natalie? Well, everyone is. <laughs> and I think that's the initial anger because you know, you're like, how does this guy know? She's, she's beautiful, <laughs> no even though she's incredibly no wooden in the movie. Okay, so you she take is. my side then. It's Natalie Portman. No, I hate both of them, Joel. That's the thing. <laughs> no, no. But I think one is slightly worse. Slightly worse. With what's what's your pillar argument here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, outdo you by saying three words, three words instead of two. I'm ready. Well, it's two two words, but one's combined. Jar Jar Binks. He is in two as well. Mm, oh, you want to get into this already? Okay. I mean, those are our closing arguments. But let's just... Okay, Podcast done, let's get right? Into it. Let's get into it. Okay. The year is 1999. <laughs> <laughs> no, continue, please. Keep going. I'm sitting in the theater watching Star Wars, and then the credits roll. Chills, wonderfulness, lightsabers, action, adventure, terrible little boy actor. But it's a great experience. It was reliving my childhood again. I loved watching episode one. It wasn't until later that I started going, you know what? That really wasn't that good of a movie. But Think, in the moment, it's great. Yeah, it was really good in the moment. Because I'll agree, when, when you see the 20th century fox, and you kind of see it glimmer over, you go, this. Like the record show, Kent is waving his hands around like spotlights. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm conducting <laughs> Like he's footloose. conducting silent footloose. So 
you see 20th Century Fox, and you see, and the the screen starts to pan, and then you see Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, which is the worst thing ever. I still don't get it. And then it's like, the taxation of trade routes has been surplused, and uh, you know, dignitaries of there is problems and strife, and you're like, and the Jedi's are involved for some reason. You're like. Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. That's stupid, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is stupid. But here's... I'm bored. But, but no, 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 this is Star Wars. that bores you, how does episode two not bore you? Because all episode two is a series of political congresses. They sit around in a galactic senate and stare at each other and then hover their little hovercrafts together and then say, I vote no confidence. What, what? That was actually in episode one. Uh, no confidence. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like number two. But number two is that whole thing is politics. I'm, I'm leaning towards Jake on this because he watched them recently. He's he's our fact checker, basically. It's true. Last night, they're still very fresh in the memory. Right. No, they're, they're, but you're trying to forget Equal them. time as far as committee crap goes. No, 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 yes. no, no. I just watched it, dude. And the second movie actually has tons more action. I'm not it saying does. it's good action, no. but it definitely has more it of it. It is action. Can I, can I tell yes. you a quick story? <laughs> Please do. So, Are we going to give an example of how we all experienced episode one and two? Because I think that is important. No, it is. I just wanted to put this out there. I recently showed these to my children. My children aged seven and five. The two-year-old really doesn't count. She was mostly just bouncing off the walls. But I showed them four, five, six, one, two, three. And they were enthralled by the original series, like sit down, glued to the TV watching. Mm-hmm. And even Phantom Menace, still very attentive and still watching. Then episode two came out. And keep in mind, I wasn't watching these like back to back to back. This is like, this was days in a row. Yeah. And when we got to episode two, that was the first time when they got bored. My daughter left the room. My son went over, started jumping on the little mini trampoline and bouncing off at the wall and all that. And he started getting bored. Because episode two is boring. You shouldn't make your kids watch six movies in a row all at once, Joel. That's all I'm saying. Don't question my parenting selfish choice. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's nice that episode one is equivalent to SpongeBob SquarePants. I mean, that you know, the movie was made for kids. <laughs> it is like a cartoon. Uh, pretty much Return of the Jedi was made for kids, too. I agree with that. Yeah. And I loved it growing up until I grew up and said Empire Strikes Back is the better movie. You said turd, grew up. Turd. I can say worse. <laughs> now that you're an adult. Don't challenge me. You know what it reminded me of? What was the Roger Rabbit movie? Who? Oh, Who, who Framed, framed Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah, yes. the that's what the Phantom Menace was. Like, that's exactly how it felt. It was uh, like this bizarre mix of cartoon and the real world. Hold I, on. Hold on. And to back that up. Sorry, Jake. You shouldn't be taking a side just yet. Oh, I'm going to switch. Okay. Um, there are poo jokes. Two poo jokes. In The Phantom Menace. Oh, you want to talk about jokes? I do, because I am talking right, right give, now. Give me, give, me the poo, give me the poo jokes. <laughs> well, Jar Jar Binks, he, uh, you know, steps in poo. <laughs> Whoopsie! You know, stupid things like that. Also, there is farting. He goes, how wooed. He's how wooed. He's Michelle. <laughs> like he's from Michelle Full from Full House. George Lucas was, you know, having a, a bender watching yeah. Full House, and okay, he got well, those lines. They, they may have poo jokes in episode one, but in episode two, they have awful puns. Set the scene here. R2-D2. By the way, Joel has a large amount of notes on his computer right I now. I take my debates seriously. He came very prepared. No, but I'm just... So R2-D2 is pulling C-3PO's head along towards his body, to which C-3PO then says, Oh, this is such a drag. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, it's so terrible. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's so stupid. And then when his head is placed next to his body... I feel like I'm beside myself. I feel... I'm quite beside myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, man, Are you so kidding bad. me? <laughs> this is worse than SpongeBob SquarePants level of, of writing here. This is terrible writing. Oh, it is. I, I can't dispute that. 
Oh, and there's more bad writing, I would say, in episode two. I, oh. I, I have more examples. Um, bad writing or bad delivery? Both. Because I'm going to read these. Okay, so this is Obi-Wan. Ewan McGregor, <laughs> and actually a, a very good actor, has now become a wooden puppet to say, why do I get the feeling you're going to be the death of me? Tanakin. Mm-hmm. That's a total, that's, that's practically a pun right there. And then Anakin says, don't say that, master. You're the closest thing I have to a father. Um, that's a combination, bad delivery and bad writing. Yes. I'm not going to dispute George Lucas's writing. I'm just saying that he's terrible. There's worse writing. The thing is, George Listen, Lucas, listen. He, when Shmi Skywalker is like, <laughs> you know, Liam Neeson and you, Ewan McGregor, uh, Obi-Wan, whatever his name is. actors. They both show up and they say, hey, we need to take your son off your hands. She's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you need, you need to take my son. You need to bet on my son's pod race and then take him off the planet. You guys seem like really tr- trustworthy guys. And she says, my son was meant to help you. You know, like, you, so stupid. But is that, uh, I'm shooting myself That's in the, the foot here, but is that as bad as the, he had no father. I carried him. Oh, that was I terrible. I delivered him. Oh. Yeah. But he had no father. And I'm like, well, I remember hearing I can't that believe you theory. remember that. And that no, but I remember, disturbing. I remember hearing that in the theater because I was actually on a religious mission at the time. Uh-huh. Had, you know, religion on the mind, and I just went, are they really going for that kind of analogy right now? Oh, well, that's the thing with Star Wars. It, it's always been good and evil. Yeah. The, the the light side of the Force and the dark side, right? Yes. And hero cycle. And and we have the Alliance and the Rebels. It's, yes. Yeah, good versus evil. And, and so it, it, it was very simple, and that was kind of the beauty. And then they made this Jesus allegory. <laughs> and, and Anakin, you know, apparently, I'm never saying, are you all right? <laughs> Yeah, they do call him the chosen one. Like, oh, they do. I mean, like and five times. that happens in movies. But to literally give him a virgin birth. And say he's created by midichlorians. Midichlorians. I think I could have oh. said, instead of Jar Jar Binks, I could have said midichlorians and made this the worst movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, I mean, if they're saying this is a Jesus allegory, I'm pretty sure, I mean, there's not a lot we know about Jesus's, you know, younger years. I'm pretty sure he didn't go dark before he became good in the end. Yeah, you know, probably. I think that's, he was that, probably that, just you know, good. It kind of falls apart once you start pulling at the strings like that. And, you know, and Anakin brings balance to the force. And right. it, but you, you bring up a good point. Okay. That, you know, it was all about simplicity. I, I'm pretty sure you're not going to say that I brought up a good point, but continue. No, no, no. You brought up a good point. That mm-hmm. simplicity is what made the original ones good. Yes. And the overly complicated plot is what makes the prequels bad. Yes. So I just want to go over some plot points here. If you can answer these. I would enjoy you to answer them because I'm talking about. Episode, I'll try episode two. Okay, who is Cephodius? Cephodius is he the big fat guy in the diner? No, he's apparently a Jedi. Oh, he's the dead Jedi. He's that, the dead uh, Jedi. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Jacob gets that one. Okay. Okay. Um, so Cephodius, why do we care about him? Because he's the one who ordered the uh, the clones to be made. Why did he order the clones to be made? No one knows. Right, and yes. if you have to Google it, it's not explained very well. Some other things we have here. Who like who ordered the who actually ordered the clones? Cephodius, but then also Count Dooku. Yeah, was it Count Dooku who actually ordered them? Because I kept waiting for that to be explained. And it I was... had to Google it, and okay. apparently Cephodius originally ordered it because he foresaw what was going to happen. But then apparently Count Dooku somehow got a hold of this information, or, or Darth Sidious did, and they decided, hey, okay, let's take over this. So. Oh wait, no. Dooku was surprised when the clones showed up, though, right? He was like, "Where did they? Where did they get this army?" No, well, according to Google, because that's the thing; it's not explained well in the movie at all. Count Dooku took over and acted as Sifo Dyas 
in order to continue the production or whatever. Remember when Count Dooku had lightning out of his fingers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you mean the power that the dark side of the Force has? And, and then and then he yeah. and then he talks it, to it, Yoda. It looks silly. You're he right. Was like we cannot fight this obviously with the knowledge of the Force. It must be decided with a lightsaber. Yeah. If there's any on point. <laughs> dialogue george lucas will find it yeah it's like he could have just pulled out his lightsaber but instead he's out to say oh this isn't working i shall pull out my lightsaber (laughs) exactly what happened okay so count dooku is apparently darth tyrannus yes when did he go bad and does everyone know about this because he replaced darth maul yeah and And he's kind of old i mean you know darth sidious is just like hey he just gets a old guy we always know according to samuel jackson you mean lord sauron (laughs) <laughs> yes, sorry. Yeah. But Sar- no, it's Saruman. Some by other the way. questions. Saruman. This, is, yeah, this yeah. is all from the plot of number two. I'll just run through these. So, who erased Kamino from every database ever? When did Count Dooku turn to the dark side? Why is du- Dooku building a droid army on Genosis if he's also building a clone army on Kamino? Man, who did erase that record? I wish they'd explain that. Apparently, it's Dooku. But I'm like, that was just the Jedi database. What about every other database? Does Google not exist in the Star Wars universe? <laughs> this is the only database. But it just, it's, such, it's such a complicated plot that yeah. you, you have to not care. Because if you start thinking about it, you're like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. And why, why would they do this? And it also brings up like, oh, so the stormtroopers that we knew and loved are clones? Although they aren't. Although they aren't. Because Which they've done a uh, ton of work to say, no, 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 yeah. no, no. To explain why none, why none of the stormtroopers in the original series had New Zealand accents. New Zealand accents, or they were basically the equivalent of Boba Fett. Yeah, pretty and, much. But they couldn't make a shot. No. But that's my whole point, is that it had an overly complicated plot. And I think that's where it lost my kids, because it's a lot of talking. A mm-hmm. lot of talking. That's one of the reasons I think 2 is terrible. It, it is terrible, but it's not as bad as 1. Uh, 2 actually has a, a means... It's trying to be a romantic movie. And I say trying because it's not and because the performances are terrible, the writing's bad. Yeah. But it actually serves a purpose, a storytelling purpose. One, and I don't know if you've ever heard of the machete method machete, machete, machete. of Star Wars, but it's basically is almost as you showed your kids. You show them A New Hope, mm-hmm. Empire. Yep. Then, no. you, then you stop. No, then you stop. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. You show them the fight with Darth Maul. <laughs> that is it. And then you show them episode two, three, and then Return of the Jedi. Because the only thing, number one, I'm sorry, they're both terrible. Number one does not need to exist. In fact, you could throw it away and it wouldn't change no. the story at one all. One needs to exist because that's where you find out where no. Anakin came from. Nope. It doesn't need so to exist. Like it, you wanted to jump right in the middle of number, <laughs> number the end of number one where it's like, hey, here are these two guys fighting. There's a little boy. I guess that little boy's going to be Darth Vader. No, you don't think they need to say this is where Anakin came from, or like here's a- not the way they did. I mean, honestly, they could have done it in exposition they at can, the beginning of two. They can jump. It was that bad. They can jump from episode one to episode three, and you really wouldn't miss very much. Yeah, uh, no, I think you could do two, episode three. Two honestly, nothing. Um, what does two offer? It, it, you need parents, right? <laughs> right. I mean, for Luke and Leia, and it offers that whole thing. It offers we can get that the corruption. Three. No. Two gives the corruption of Anakin. One is like, cool, yippee. <laughs> Qui-Gon doesn't need to be in this movie. Whoops, because I just he's... saved the world. Yeah. <laughs> whoops. That was it great. offers whoops. It's so bad. Number two is Anakin and Padme get together and I he goes dark. That. He goes dark. You, you didn't need to see it because it was done terribly. If I jump but into he three also and goes dark. relationship, that's fine. When he kills, you know, the, you know. 
Uh, well, the desert people, me. the sand people. The, the <laughs> desert people. I think what we're basically saying is we don't need one or two. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I just think, go straight to no, three. But I think I, in terms of like storytelling, two is a lot more crucial than, no. yeah, I found this boy. Let's have the Darth Vader music play over the top two, to really creep people out. Two is filler. Two is an empire wannabe. Two starts in the middle of the story and ends in the middle of the story and offers nothing within the story. It's I, terrible. You know, it sets up the relationship, though. It does. But one, I think it's the most story-based of the one series. One is an origin story. Do you remember that poster? Do you what the- origin? Hey, kid, you're a slave. You, you know, you want to you save the world or just save Naboo? That's actually what Kent says to most kids when he walks by him. Kid, you're a slave. Hey, kid, you're a slave. Want to go to Naboo? <laughs> oh, here comes Darth Maul on his motorcycle. <laughs> Hovercraft motorcycle. Motorcycle. Hey, merchandising. <laughs> hey, Darth Maul is a better villain than Count Dooku ever was. You know what? Did you notice he had a Subway sandwich when he did that? <laughs> <laughs> Darth Maul is not a villain. Darth Maul is a villain. No. Is he the villain of number one? He, he has the final fight. He's but the Phantom Menace. He's in the movie for five minutes. He is not the villain. No, he's the muscle. It's the muscle in the brain. It's that villain relationship. Yeah, he's the muscle. And Count Dooku is no. like, oh, I'm apparently it's, another Darth It's actually Venus. poor management. And this is George Lucas once again. But George Lucas is like, look, I created this great character. And I will admit, Darth Maul is great. But I'm going to mismanage him and just tease the audience. Well, th- he, he's not really going to speak at all except for one line, right? And then he's going to have a you know a supposedly awesome saber duel. It was a terrible duel. No, but here's it was thing. terrible. And you look back, and I know. Okay, when we were watched it, when we were what seventeen, eighteen, nineteen for people listening younger. Yeah, um, it was. It's cool then. Ray Park is not an actor. The guy who played Darth Maul is not an actor. He's a stunt coordinator. He's a stunt man. And he came I don't know. I've and, seen him in a lot of stuff. No, but the thing is, he's, he's Toad in X-Men and stuff like that. But they don't give him a lot of lines because he's not an actor. He came in and showed them this is what it would look like with the lightsaber battle. Mm-hmm. And it was on the drive home. They called him and said, you got the part. And he was like, oh, sweet. But he's not an actor. So I, and they're like, oh, and we're going to kill you. Are you sure? Because I feel like I have a lot of staying power. They, I feel like people would love me through episode two, maybe three. But I feel least, like I could be as good as villain as Vader. they killed him. What happens to Count Dooku in number two? He goes... Oh, this is too hard. I'm going to drop this thing on you. See ya. And then flies away. Yeah. And why That's doesn't Yoda throw that giant pillar at him? Like, because every time Dooku, like, throws something at Yoda, Yoda's like, I will peacefully set it to the side. They actually yeah. do this in both episode one and two. And actually, they start it in one. They can move stuff with their hands, right? With their minds, right. whatever. Um, but they always pull out the lightsabers. Every time. Yep. They could push robots Wouldn't back. you? <laughs> if I Listen. had a lightsaber, I'd be whipping that thing out every five seconds. Like, why would you try to block I'd a bullet instead of just doing this? Boom, and move everything back. I mean, Yoda could have taken him out, clearly. I yeah. think, yeah. but I think it's, you know, let's go back to video games here. Maybe it requires, you know, the Jedi power bar goes down every time you use <laughs> Jedi power or something like that. It's like the Sims. Something like that. But I just think that I would be using a lightsaber a lot more. So that's not my problem with okay. the series. Maybe they just think it's cool. No, it is cool. It is. That's <laughs> Especially, makes, that's what makes it cool. The only two, the only thing that makes episode one cool is a double sided lightsaber. That that's true. Well, well that's no, it's the not only the thing single. That's, that's true. Thank you. No, I think we cool. can quote that. No, but I was going to say that the only thing that's good about number two is the arena battle. That's it. Actually, really? I think the, the Yoda fight is is weak. Oh, the Yoda fight. Okay, you want to do the Yoda, Yoda fight? fight's great. In fact, when we were talking uh, about this, you missed this yesterday. I'm so old. Joel wants to talk wee, over wee, me. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> That's so we were talking about this in the parking lot, and there's this kid getting stuff out of his car. We're, of course, yelling in this parking lot. <laughs> and this kid goes, That was bad, eh? And I was like, See? 
See? Yep. So that's our audience right there. there. Go, folks, yeah. Talk to the kids in the parking lot. <laughs> and then Kent said, hey, you're oh, you, you mean you the kid go that, that goes to art school? The, the smart kid the that goes to bow, art school? The bow and arrow in his car? He had a bow and arrow. It was awesome. <laughs> Basically, Katniss was in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. No, but the Yoda battle. I, in the, I, I was in the theater. Once again, this is 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was. I'm in the theater. I'm watching the movie. And then Darth, Darth Sidious, no, uh, Darth Tyrannus, Count Dooku, whatever you want to call him, says, it's obvious we can't settle this with the Force. Because Yoda's been schooling him on how awesome the Force is. He shoots lightning at him. He grabs it in a little ball makes it go away. Let's pull out our lightsabers. And I thought, oh, wow, we're going to see Yoda fight with a lightsaber. Chills. Amazing moment. And then he turns into a gummy bear. <laughs> a gummy bear. Dude. Wee, 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 wee. And then when he stops, he's like, oh, I'm old again. Hey, what? hey, as McBain would say, that's the joke. Because he's <laughs> so old, but when he, needs to, when he needs to be a Jedi and be awesome, he can be. So you're saying it's a joke. You're admitting it's a joke. The series is a joke, Joel. That's what I'm saying, <gasps> but at least... <laughs> the series is a joke? The, the prequel series, I am very sorry. I don't want people to send hate mail you to whatever Star social Wars media page we have. <laughs> well, I just checked the comments section. They all hate you now. <laughs> We're live streaming right now. Well, it makes sense that uh, Yoda is actually not, a, you know, he's old. He's not as strong as Jedi. Because Anakin actually has 20,000 more midichlorians in his blood <laughs> than Yoda. As said in the first movie. Yeah. 20,000 midichlorians? That's a lot of midichlorians. It is. I mean, nobody can refute that, right? <laughs> and the kid is 10. And they're like, he's too old. But do you remember? He's too old. Well, that's what? Why, that's why he goes He has back. fear. Look at, he's look afraid. At all the younglings later on, they're, they're younger. But I'm just saying, so, remember the poster. Do you remember looking at that poster of Anakin in the desert and then his shadow is cast and that's Darth now, Vader? Now, this is what we need to talk about. That is this awesome is marketing. Awesome marketing. You're right. Oh, you wanted that to actually happen in the movie? <laughs> that he actually had a shadow that was Darth Vader? I, no, I wanted, the movie, I wanted the movie to live up to what it promised to be. It would never live up to what it promised to be. It had a chance had George Lucas not done everything in the movie. If you remember True. the original True. series, he just came up with the stories. Yes. He's an idea man, and he's good at ideas. He is. He should not direct actors. No, that's exactly right. He should not right. write dialogue. Honestly, watching these two last night made me hopeful for J.J. Abrams. because When he says these two, he means the movies, not Kent and I. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, well, we were staying there in his living room with lens flare going back and forth. Yeah, and I did visit your houses, so... But J.J. Uh, Abrams tackling the directing and something like that, like every scene I was watching, I was like, oh, man, like that would have been good if somebody that knew what they were doing was doing it. It would be my dream. No, I don't even want a new series. I want a reboot because I would love to see Anakin's no. story. And actually, the Clone Wars done on film. No. Well, the, uh, No, I would love a reboot. I don't want a reboot of Star Wars. I, I do. I don't want Dude, any more reboots. We a reboot of the reboots. prequels? Only. No. Only prequels. No. Dude, I would love it. Or something that like X Men: yeah, Days of Future Past went back and, and you know Wolverine woke up and went. You those those movies never happened. Joke, Kent, you said that. So, jeez, <laughs> oh, that's that's on. That's why they need to be made up. <laughs> but here's the thing, and this is why I think one is worse because it got everyone excited. They said, "Oh, finally, they're making episodes one, two, and three, and probably seven, eight, and nine, and this is so cool." And the trailer was awesome. It was. It shows Darth Maul, and you're like, "Oh, that's so cool!" And then you see it, and then you're like. Yeah, that was cool. You're walking down the movie. Yeah, that was cool. I like the pot race and the it could not the fight. And then you go, I'm lying to myself. Okay, okay. And then when two came out, everyone's like, Hey, Star Wars two. I don't really care anymore. Like everyone's inflated expectations went down to this exactly <clears throat> because it, of one. It could never, because no, of a, one. It could never live up to expectations. They were way too high. 
And so then expectations dropped after the first one, and yet we were still disappointed by So are you saying two. one is only bad because it couldn't live up to such high expectations? No, no. I'm just saying that's part of it. Like, you, everyone had in their mind, like, oh, here it goes. That wasn't as good as I thought. It's like the Seinfeld finale. Not, it's not. That is not as good as I thought. That, that ruined my childhood. <laughs> that ruined your childhood? <laughs> Have you seen Spaced? Uh, Simon Pegg actually has this bonfire and burns all of his Star Wars stuff as if he's burning Vader himself. <laughs> <clears throat> it's actually a great scene. Uh, no, but that's what it is. Star Wars fans were not happy. You and I are casual Star Wars fans. Oh, yeah. We're more casual than well, a lot not, of people I'm not, out there. I'm not into the expanded universe or anything like that. Yeah. It's the movies. Nor do we do cosplay no. or that stuff. I have, I have dressed up like a Jedi before. <laughs> But it's mostly for Halloween and or performance. Oh, I thought you were a prophet from, you know, a biblical prophet. But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But the the thing is, it takes a very special movie, like, to meet expectations. But it takes an even more specially bad one to even go lower than the bar was set. Like, after Star Wars Episode One came out, it was like, wow, these Star Wars prequels aren't that good. And yet, 2 was still disappointing. You know, it's it's nearly equal. Um, I think Hayden Christensen, (laughs) when he was cast, everyone said, yes. We will not get Jake Lloyd ever again. Oh, this kid Lloyd. going, are you an angel? <laughs> like, Worst pickup line Honestly, ever. I would take Jake Lloyd over Hayden any day at this I point. I would too. You, know? and so, you should see him. Um, <clears throat> I'd rather take Jake Lloyd saying, whoops, I saved the world, than Anakin saying, here's another quote. Well, I killed them all. No, no. And not just their men. <laughs> their women and their children too. He sounds like a Mexican. <laughs> They're character. animals and I slaughter them like animals. Yeah, that's two. <laughs> and then here's another one from two. From the moment I met you all those years ago, not a day has gone by when I haven't thought of you. And now that I'm with you again, I'm in agony. The closer I get to you, the worse it gets. The thought of not being with you, I can't breathe. I'm haunted by the kiss that you could never have given me. My heart is beating, hoping that you that, that kiss will not become a scar. You are in my soul. Torment me. What can I do? I will do anything you ask. Shakespeare right there. Pop quiz, Anakin Skywalker or Edward Cullen? Go. really (laughs) it's anakin that should be our next battle anakin versus edward okay there's that or to the death we're gonna die (laughs) i would would also much rather our japanese over the water friends take are you an angel then i don't like sand it's coarse and rough and irritating and it gets everywhere not like here here, everything is smooth and soft. And then he touches her back. You know, it's gently. okay that you're, you know, <laughs> I think you're comparing Jake Lloyd and Anakin, or Hayden Christensen, not Jar Jar Binks and Hayden Christensen, because Jar Jar that is, is the, really movies. the crux of what breaks both movies. Well, Jar Jar's, Jar, 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 Jar Binks, movies. no, actually, George Lucas listened to the fans. Yeah, he was a cameo in the second one. I he mean, was a cameo. And yet he's the one that, that actually votes the Senate. And yeah, In fact, people everything. were like... No, well, yeah, but people it's are like, like one scene. People yeah. cheered when there was one scene of Jar Jar Binks. Um, and let's let's be okay with casual racism for a little bit here. Oh my gosh, the, the viceroy, you know these Japanese <laughs> they're British me people. Too. Okay, <laughs> so um, bad. Uh, Watto, please. Oh, what do you know? You're a Jedi. <laughs> and, and Jar Jar Binks. And then the Ebonics. You did. You did the. Uh, the early '90s Ebonics is what it is. It's terrible. Oh, it's it's shocking. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it it's so yeah. It's just like George Lucas is like, hey, they're aliens, so they uh, I'll go with what I know. I think he was inspired by like Xena or Hercules when he was making those characters. He's like, excuse me, <laughs> it's so bad. Excuse me was in that movie. <laughs> it's so bad. Invalid. <laughs> no, but that's, it is bad. It is bad. But lest, lest you think all my hatred goes towards Hayden Christensen. 
George Lucas managed to turn Natalie Portman, Samuel L. Jackson, and Ewan McGregor into wooden puppet actors, where Natalie says things like, I'm not afraid to die. I've been dying a little bit each day since you came back into my life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's, arena ba- that's just before the arena battle. And I remember... Oh, thinking, you mean the arena battle where her you know, clothes were being ripped off yeah, a little well, bit of time, which I'm, was awesome. Wait, no, that's the whole... That's the <laughs> I was 21 thing. when I saw that and I was like... Oh, yeah, this movie knows what I want. No, honestly, thank heaven for Natalie Portman in that movie. (laughs) Uh, No, yeah, seriously. By the way, number one has Natalie Portman and Keira Knightley. And uh, also Rose Byrne. Yeah, yeah, she's one of the... uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, what's she doing there? Yeah, yeah, they have the decoys. What what does number two have? Uh, Hot Natalie Portman. Really hot Natalie Portman. Yeah. And where she's like talking and... The only character to get her shirt ripped and it happens to turn her shirt into a belly. No, it's ridiculous. It's, it's clearly... Yeah. It's J.J. Abrams in Star Trek all over again where he just happens to show the scene of someone in their underwear. Yeah. For fun. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of pathetic. I've got a bad feeling about this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, wasn't that the first line in the first movie? Well, it's no. the line in every movie. It's, no, it's, no, it was the every, first one. Film. It was like right off the bat. Here's the first line. Oh, when you mean the... you mean the one where they're just in the ship talking? Yeah, because they're diplomats. <laughs> yeah, I love the Jedi. The Jedi, the Jedi are reduced to diplomats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, I, maybe this is my ignorance showing. I did not plan this comment, but I'm I'm actually curious. Was the whole Jedi's have to live as monks thing prevalent in the original series? Uh, the rules were not quite set up, I think, until uh, canon and ex- extent. Ex- well, the original series, it was like, you know, they don't have time for the bureaucracy. Well, they were on or, the run. Or, no, yeah, because no, they're always mean, on the run. I just mean the thing where it's like, a Jedi can never love. A Jedi can never marry. A Jedi can never find connections with people. And I'm like, really? Because I'm pretty sure in the original series, Loke, Loke, Luke had love. He loved his sister. In <laughs> yes, more he ways did. Than one. <laughs> <laughs> but he had all those things and it was okay. It's no big deal. And yet in this one, all of a sudden, they turn into these monks. And I was like, I, I don't know if I really want to be a Jedi anymore. I well, want a lightsaber. Really picky monks, too. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll have the guy from the never-ending story be on their cancel. It's the nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and all these, you know, ridiculous Jedi. And they're like, ah, this 10-year-old kid who's good at racing. Yeah. <laughs> why not him? Why not him? <laughs> oh. But episode one has something that two does not. And that is a memorable song. Oh, I completely disagree. Duel of the Fates, one of the best. Star Duel Wars of the songs Fates is along. fantastic. I love it. And then episode two is like, dude, name, uh, name one song across the stars. Hum, hum it, go. Because <clears throat> I could do Darth. I could do Duel of the Fates right now. Go. <laughs> and then no, let's, let's do the soundtrack from number two. Ooh. You know, I'm sorry you don't like you know movies that touch your tender side, but you know the the love theme Please from episode two side, really is good. <laughs> what? No, the, I think the theme from episode two is fantastic. Do it, do it. I you can't do it. You can't do it because well, it's not a memorable tune. I'm not that's sure. like saying a movie's quotable, but you know that's a good. I'm thing. not sure hummability is necessarily <laughs> a criteria for what makes it worse. Theme versus a rehash of all the other music in Star Wars. That's John Williams, man. Duel of the Fates is great. It is great. Episode two, they kind of play with the Empire theme at the end, which is no. The cool. only thing Episode one has going forward is Darth Maul, and it was actually mismanagement of a character. Totally, but it also I, has, bet, I bet you could hum. It also has quite. I bet you could hum the song from the second episode. I don't know it. Uh, I bet you do. I don't. You're just looking for an excuse to hum stuff. I, I am, but <laughs> I don't know it. Otherwise, I would. But Qui Gon Jinn, a much he's he's one of the better mentors. 
He really did teach Obi-Wan how to become a great Jedi. Obi-Wan, not that great of a mentor. And in number two... No, he's a terrible mentor. He basically just kind of lets Anakin do whatever and then scolds him occasionally. That's it. Yeah. And then also he tells someone not to have death sticks. Wow. Thank you, so George. Stupid. Lu- Thank you, George Lucas, for death sticks. Uh, Can we get a little more on the nose? <laughs> I know, right? Like you want some death hold on, sticks? Hold on. Let me get to the good part of the song, the meat part. Okay, give me about two and a half hours then. <laughs> there we go. Dun 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 dun. Singing the same song. Oh, he's so snarky, dude. <laughs> it's you know. You can't really rag on John Williams at all. No, no. I think John Williams is great, but I'm just saying this isn't as good of – this isn't as memorable as, like, Star Wars main theme or as the Imperial March. That's, like, you know, the background music. It's not a prominent theme. I don't know. I thought it was pretty fantastic, actually. Yeah. You, you know, for an unconvincing love story, it's a good song. By the way, um, Attack of the Clones, longest runtime, 142 minutes. Yeah. That's, over, and Jake dealt with this last night. Oh, yes. That, and that's kind of awful that they bloated the longest one up that was the worst one. <laughs> also, you want to know what the highest grossing Star Wars movie of any is? What? The first, right? Episode one. Uh, or four. $431 million. Episode four or episode one? At, well, episode one. Really? Yeah. Huh. According to Box Office you know Mojo. Because people were excited. And yeah. then they're like, hey, I'm not going to see episode two or three. Because I don't care anymore because my childhood was ruined. <laughs> but then they, then they still went to two and went... Yeah, but it's not as so many, right? Worse. You just said that not as many people went. They were so bugged by, by Anakin Skywalker, a.k.a. Goldfinger, <laughs> with his little golden hand at the end there holding a hand. I was like, I don't remember Darth Vader's hand being gold. Yeah, okay. It's a theme with Star Wars. You know, it's just losing a limb. So stupid. <laughs> no, it has to happen I mean, like, like that's movie. the thing. It, this all kind of devolves into George Lucas sucks. A great storyteller. Great idea, man. You know, and I'm, I'm glad that Star Wars exists, even though I called it a crappy series. Um, but he ruined it. He absolutely ruined it. It's kind of good that he let it go. And I hope, I hope that JJ Abrams and frankly, Disney will handle this with care because they have a lot of responsibility. Yeah. No, it it would really suck to be them, to be honest. I mean, that's just honestly so much higher. There's no way it could be worse than any of the prequels. There's no way. Don't say that. There's no, no, there's, there's no way it's don't say, even though this trade last trader was awesome. So was the episode one trailer, <laughs> but there's no way this could be worse. It can only yeah. go up from here. Yeah, I mean, you have to trust J.J. Abrams. I mean, No, it's... I'm not going to trust J.J. Abrams or Disney, really, but I just think anyone handling this will care because they it have a lot of worse. pressure. I don't think anyone. I, I, I think J.J. can make sure. He has, like, a, a standard. Like, there is nothing he's made. You're right. He is pretty standard. <laughs> he is not standard at all. He's kind he's of standard. Exceptional. He's exceptional. No, but I think we you all You get a guarantee. Name one great J.J. movie. Seriously? Yeah. Mission Impossible 3. It's good. It's really it's good. good one. Not it as is. good as the first one. I like We're three. not getting into that now. <laughs> I don't know. The <laughs> Lost Pilot? For day. Uh, no, yeah. TV pilots? That's also... really good. And then he leaves the show. <laughs> Bring you back to the subject <laughs> at hand. Okay. You know, we're talking about themes and things about movies and what they teach us. And I, I just think that, you know, number two, number two actually has a very good moral. And that is... If a girl finds you creepy and tells you to stop looking at her, keep pursuing her until she <laughs> finally agrees to date you. I know, right? Like, how did that change come about? She's like, this is gross It was about as abrupt weird. as the change of Jake and Lloyd then Christensen. It was, it was. She's virtually the same age, but Boom, all of a sudden it's puberty. not p- pedophilia. <laughs> Whoa. Because <laughs> it isn't one. Family <laughs> friendly. Family friendly. Yeah. Pedophile is just a term, as we remember from the last show. <laughs> I'm going to bring that up in every single episode. <laughs> I, I have to now. 
I was thinking that during the first one. I was like, and later you two will make babies. And that's not weird at all. Nope. Also, <laughs> number two could go away and it would not affect the No, plot. that's the thing. Number one has gone away. In everyone's mind, there's no reason to watch this. Everyone remembers it for two reasons. Darth Maul's left side of his lightsaber and Darth Maul's right side of his lightsaber. Yeah. For all five minutes... That's cool. That's one of the best. That's fights. an opening. That's like the opening scene of episode two. If, that's what it should have been. Can I, can I say something controversial? Yeah. That lightsaber battle may possibly be the best lightsaber battle in the entire series. Barring the emotional lightsaber battle of uh, Return of the Jedi with father and son, which is awesome. The choreography and the awesomeness of that battle. Oh, yeah, don't Jedi talk about choreography because it's not very good. It's better swing than, high. It's swing high. But it's swing really original, low. It's better than the original movies when it's basically no, it's like, two, two vroom, geriatrics. Boom. Boom. <laughs> zoom, zoom. Okay. Getting back to episode one You're real quick. You're basically saying all of them suck when you say that. No, no. I'm, just, I'm saying that the choreography of lightsaber battles got much better with the prequels. Let me just ask you this. Do you remember the droid having binoculars in the war? In the Gungan War? Roger, roger. <laughs> okay, first off, why do the robots need to talk to each other? They're robots. Oh, and why are there different ranks? There should not be ranks. Because yeah, they're, ranks they're robots. robots? And make sense. He has binoculars <laughs> and he's looking across the battle vault. He's a robot. <laughs> Maybe they didn't. Hey, okay, let me tell you like, something. Like, why didn't they just have guys? <laughs> how far? He's a is, robot. How far does the camera on your phone zoom in? Because I'm pretty sure even though your phone is practically. It's a, a robot. robot, Joel, and it's in the galaxy. It's equipped with <laughs> Long time going eyes. galaxy far, far away. No, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it, they uh. just didn't want to have stormtroopers because they already had that. There's a motorcycle in the background. They already had that, and they're like, robots would be cool. Here's Corporal Robot over here. They need to have ranks. They need to have people. They don't need to have ranks. They're robots. They have all taking orders. They have ranks with the clones, too. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> These movies are stupid. They're not very good. But, you know, if, if I were winning a war and I wanted to have peace on, on Naboo, I would just give someone a globe of water or whatever that was, a sphere of control. So you're, yeah. you're making fun of other people's cultures now. Okay. <laughs> well, it seems like you and apparently, did before. Apparently, you, you prefer <laughs> genocide, too, because that's what number two has. Is the genocide of the Tuscan Raiders. And yet you're cool with this? Genocide? It was like one little camp. Yeah, it was, it was a camp. Maybe that was all they had. You mean... <laughs> there was only 30 of them in existence. You mean the moment when... No, they uh, exist in the, in the original series. When you realize Anakin can actually go dark. You're right. That was cool. Instead of like no. accidentally crashing in like Guardians of the Galaxy to the perfect spot on the space. The, but that's... <laughs> I take Guardians Oops. any day over that. Hayden Christensen getting mad and going ballistic on the Tuscan Raiders. Was cool. No, it was like Darth Vader getting watch, watch angry it. and starting shaking things in the episode three is cool. How long ago but then did you they watch it with dialogue? When Anakin starts doing that whole speech of "I killed them, I killed them all," it's like, oh, okay, everything, no, every good thing you did. There is literally lost. three seconds of Anakin killing the Raiders. That's all you need in these PG thirteen movies. I mean, it's yeah, like swing, it's swing, cut. And you wanted more? You wanted more blood and guts? There was saying? no blood and guts because you right. know lightsabers. It's a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> it was. It was. Not cool, because it didn't last long enough to be cool. So you wanted more carnage. Is but what you're I would actually watch that, you know, where he's riding his little motorcycle, his <laughs> swooper or whatever it was, out to the desert and the music was going. Swooper, I'd rather no watch swooping. that than see this two-headed, you know, uh, announcer oh, at the pod race. was the worst. And you're like, okay, it this was, is embarrassing to watch. Number one was definitely geared towards it was children. It was Roger Rabbit. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? That mm-hmm. was what Roger, the quality Who was. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a better movie. Oh, I'm just saying the, the, the cartoon aspect. But that, like, that's what it was like. The CGI well, was just I that mean, pathetic. As we've both learned, kids love the prequels more than the original. Yeah, because it's cartoon. Um, because George Lucas... You number know, one was geared towards kids. Number two was geared toward people who have been kicked in the head by mules. You mean the first movie? The Mules was the first movie, and the first movie kicked them in the head. 
No, the first no. And like we're making fun. No people love the two. prequels and don't really like the originals. Uh, it's strange. It's, it's a weird world we live in now. Yeah. It is. And that's the moral of the story, folks, is that we're old. <laughs> and get off my No, mind. and honestly, this is a fanboy problem. We all hold on to the original series so much that we're looking at episode seven going, oh, if only it can hold up to the originals. My, like, we can't let go. My, Even though we were kids when we watched the originals. My sister-in-law watched Star Wars for the first time as a 22-year-old adult. Mm-hmm. And she watched them one, two, three, four, five, six. Ugh. And by the time she got to four, she, was bo- she said she was bored by them. Because they weren't as pretty, I don't know. But she just—it was—it was kind of shocking to hear her say that. And I actually got mad at her husband. I said, "Why did you show them to her? One, two, three, four, five, six. And he was like, "I didn't know." And I'm like, "I didn't—I didn't want her to know who Were Palpatine was." Hey, it's a coucher. She sleeps on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> so last time I sang a lot. This time I'm just going to do impersonations. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> anyway, that's <clears throat> that's the argument I have. Is it's it just. I think number two is universally disliked because of how bad it really is. And it's because of the love story. You're right. It is a bad, bad movie. I think number one is universally hated because of what it did to Star Wars. Because it didn't meet expectations. All right. This, okay. This is- there's expectations and there's like what it did to a great series. It pooped on it. It laid a big <laughs> turd. A big, fresh turd on Star Wars and my childhood. Oh, good heavens. Is that the final argument, Kent? Yes. Okay. And it's called The Phantom Menace. What was The Phantom Menace? Was it Darth Maul? That was was Darth it Maul. the Sith? Stupid. All right. Stupid. All right, listeners. Joel, do you have any more final final point? No? Boun- I- Bouncy Yoda and a terrible love story. Oh, you mean Awesome Looking Yoda in Episode 1? That they had to redo oh. because he looks so know, bad. They have a puppet that works so well, and yeah. they decided, yeah, let's just CGI. Let's let's make him forty years younger, even though he's nine hundred. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> looks that those last forty years are terrible. We <laughs> <laughs> aged him terribly. <laughs> all right, all right, listeners, you can tell us who won the argument so in some some way or state. You can. Yes. We will. We'll help you find a way. <laughs> no, actually, it's it's just on you. You got to find. No, a way. we have a Twitter, right? It's Bacon Cell. It is it at is. Bacon Cell. And Facebook? Do we have a Facebook? No Facebook page. Can Wait. I comment on the website on baconsale.com? Yeah, it's a WordPress. So yeah, yeah, you can go on right. and comment baconsale.com. Go comment there or watch out for or on uh, Facebook, of course. We'll we'll post on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. All right, we want to know what you have to say. All right, that's it. That's a wrap. It's been a good time. Thanks for listening. See ya. That sticks. <laughs>